Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I would like to submit this skeleton I found in my backyard as an NFT. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Boys here, dusting off the bones of long dead animals and guessing what they may have looked like. Uh, my name is Peter O'Donoghue, and I'd like to start with a question. Do vegans consider paleontology to be grave robbing? Text your answer to 403-823-7707. Uh, joining me in giving up publicly available phone numbers for museums are... <laughs> James Miller, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I Googled it, and I, I Googled 403-823-7077. Was that what it was? 7707. Seven, okay, 7077 is uh, Dan Shelby from Drumheller. Don't according, suit. According, got, to, it, according to Google. <laughs> I got to delete that, though. <laughs> yeah, the, the phone yeah. number itself is for the Royal Tyrell Museum in Drumheller, Alberta. <laughs> so, I nope. mean, like you, you need to call them, book a ticket, or go out on their like little fossil finding mission, which I did when I was eleven. It's they great. just recently opened nice. a sarc- an old sarcophagus from Egypt, and it's a real long process because it is considered grave robbing to open a lot of this stuff, and like whether or not you should open it or you should just leave it closed forever, it's it's not easy to to just pop. But like mummy, a, a mummy is a person. The reason I posit that vegans would think that fossils are grave robbing is because they're animals. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, if you want a serious answer, vegans don't believe that animals are people. They just believe that, <laughs> you know, they might feel things. Um, I, was unc- I was unclear on that part, actually. Fuck. I think it was. I, I, I got to throw away King, all my chicken. I think it was King Tut. No, sorry. It was Ramses II, uh, was a, an unearthed pharaoh who, when the British, of course, it was the British who cracked him open, um, Wanted to transport him to the uh, the Royal Museum in London. Oh, I know they had this. to give him a passport. Yeah, there's a passport with a mummy on on the picture. It's, it's got a picture of a mummified oh, face. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking, dude, fucking bureaucrats are such fucking losers, right? <laughs> like, can you believe there's probably just like, oi, 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 got a license for that mummy, and just like, <laughs> it's just like, what are they gonna naturalize him yeah. when he's fucking there, like he's an immigrant? <laughs> What yeah. the fuck? You got to get a, a a passport for your kabutops to go to Johto or whatever. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, that's, it's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> so uh, continuing on from Ethan's Pokemon creation myth episode, uh, I'll be covering the ancient Pokemon Earth and the fossil Pokemon, along with a lot of real world paleontology. Um, really, this is just an excuse for me to talk about something that I like love almost more than anything. Like if... If I was better at going to school, I would not be an artist. I would not be a podcast host. I would be, like, digging bones out of the desert. Like, <laughs> the natural history of the Earth and, and animals is one of the... Is the thing that I love more than anything. At all. 
like zero competition. <laughs> this, this, shit, this is my shit. That's cool. Sometimes, sometimes you got to be thankful that Dara doesn't listen to the show, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, in, in high school, I'm a, I'm a real cougar guy. If Dara was a hundred million years old, I love me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in high school, like we got to do like a, a preview of university where they sent us for like a week before we were like actually old enough to go or whatever. And I did a week of archaeology, and I found it super interesting. But don't remember anything yeah. from it now. <laughs> Arche- so paleontology is the there there is like there is like a scientific venn diagram basically of uh archaeology and geology and the overlapping section is paleontology okay which is what we're going to get into now that that's the thing that i find like much more fascinating because archaeology is paleontology stops with modern humans so like two hundred thousand years ago because that becomes anthropology where you're starting to kind of study the world that humans have started to affect what's studying the future futurology uh stock stock trading i don't fucking know (laughs) crypto bros yeah um we're gonna get into in this one here like this is this is great that like ethan did the myth so that i could do prehistory because um i've been looking for an excuse to do essentially just a like victorian era paleontology episode since pokemon sword and shield came out despite having not played them and we're going to get into that later on like why i wanted to do that just like like kind of combining in my interests here but yeah we're going to be doing the fossil pokemon um, i'll bring bring fossil back to life how does that what does that scientist on cinnabar island do (laughs) (laughs) um so what we're going to be doing now is going to be wrapping education in entertainment a lot like the show, like Life After People, which is just an educational show about erosion, but they like sex it up by telling you that like, whoa, the Statue of Liberty fell over because janitors don't exist anymore, like sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, like our Earth, Pokemon Earth is like has seemingly gone through multiple geological phases and multiple stages of natural evolution, along with the more sci-fi fantasy pokemon evolution right because there are extinct animals on pokemon earth and like pokemon evolution can happen through various means where that's like a very quick change in an animal's biology and physiology but like that kind of happens through training or being exposed to magic rocks take a drink or like Mm -hmm. being in the right place at the right time or in some cases passing through a game boy color link cable right (laughs) like like a lot of different things can trigger pokemon evolution because it is very much like a science fantasy universe with a lot of our own stuff kind of like as a foundation i love the idea of like scientists theorizing what it's like to go through a link cable. There's an idea called spaghettification. And you'd have like a Da Vinci diagram where a link cable is like 400 feet long, because that is like the, the only yeah. thing that he could imagine is just like, well, no, to try to, to get an animal to go through this, obviously. All they see is a dark uh, rectangle. And as you get closer, you approach the singularity, which is copper wire. And yeah. then you, into, <laughs> you come out the other side of the wormhole, uh, yeah. in uh to some guy's pokedex where he's named everyone uh dick or something like that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. the big bang is mostly focused around like where we all where we all got our copper wire right yes. like that's yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. the, that's how we age stars is, is yeah. their their proximity to copper wire yeah red shift like copper is red that's i'm pretty yeah. sure that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it yeah. Yeah. yeah really more of a chrome beige i would say but 
A chrome oh. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, what the hell's chrome beige? <laughs> I don't know. I just think what copper looks like. I guess so. That sounds like it could be a cool dragon, a chrome beige dragon. Chrome beige dragon. That sounds like an extremely lame dragon. <laughs> agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, so nature itself in the Pokemon universe is pretty similar to ours. Uh, ancient animals um, in Pokemon have just been replaced by Pokemon that look like our current like ancient animals in the same way wildlife has been replaced by Pokemon in-game, like birds and, and snakes and plants and shit like that. Is it confirmed that Pokemon like evolve? Do you know? Sort <laughs> of. Not, like, sorry, yeah. Not rapidly. Yeah. Game, yeah. But like, yeah. Through generations, yeah. Yeah, yeah not, not like a level 16, level 36 sort of, th sort of thing. Yes. Uh, the fossil Pokemon really are not part of a, like, lore-wise, oh, they did true the, ecological web. They did uh, the island thing, right? Like, where there's different types of, like, there's an executor, but there's also the executor that's, like, really tall because it lived on an island for its whole life. Like Darwin's yeah. Finches or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Darwin's executors. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are regional variations that started with Sun and Moon, I want to say. That implies evolution, I would say. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly there are regional variants where like yes tropical executor is taller and is a different type it's like grass dragon instead of grass psychic and like uh muck is poison dark instead of just straight up poison like sort of thing so yes um regional yeah. variants kind of like explain evolution better than fossil pokemon do shockingly because fossil pokemon are really more like interesting little like carnival attractions more than anything like i guess like through the game it's just like wow here's a neat animal that was that's half a billion years old what if you could put it like have a cage fight with a rat sort yeah. of <laughs> with a mod with a modern rat yeah. um so taking inspiration from 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 michael these, Crichton's these ain't your grandma's rats these are modern yeah. rats <laughs> rat can't you fight yeah <laughs> kid, kid rock sunglasses and hat on a rat, <laughs> <laughs> hat on a rat. <laughs> so taking inspiration from michael crichton's novel jurassic park the way to acquire fossil pokemon is by cloning them using what is called in real science body fossils uh these being different from trace fossils which would be things like footprints or eggshells or poop in most cases basically cool. so okay. even e e even like um like just a fossilized claw is a body fossil, whereas like an eggshell would be a trace fossil. And obviously, like a footprint or like a like a snake would leave like a track in the sand that that could fossilize is also like a is also a trace fossil, basically. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we're saying that Pokemon don't have DNA because the reason why like we can't clone like fossilized remains is because like DNA degrades after like thirty ish years or so. Well, there's a whole breeding system isn't there where you can get like certain traits to pop up based on their parents so dna might be a thing yeah the competitive <laughs> like eugenics thing for pokemon is like its own episode pretty much <laughs> if you look at the fossil pokemon their uh percentage is like 80 percent male 20 percent female that is because for competitive reasons you need female pokemon because they lay their own eggs so your father Pokemon will pass on like different attacks in some cases and also his positive traits. And then also the mother will pass on her positive traits, 
but she's the one who lays the egg. So that's the Pokemon you get. So that's why all the starter Pokemon are predominantly male is to encourage grind and like fake resets, basically. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, because so, if you want if you want like a top tier Charizard, you need a female Charmander and you have like a 20 percent chance of getting one. OK, yeah. Oh, I want to canonize that in a way. I don't know how to do it yet. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm well, saying Lord Boy's canon is to encourage grind, personally. I mean, yeah, that's the game, right? <laughs> like yeah, every, yeah, every, every aspect of the game is to encourage grind. Lord yeah. Boy's canon, yeah. three out of four of every Charmanders can't find a mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, Kanto had a one Charmander policy for a long time. Yeah. Their birth rate declined. Yeah. 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 So cloning these Pokemon is done by different people depending on what game you're playing. The most popular uh, would be the lab on Cinnabar Island, which uh, you guys mentioned either in a different audio track or earlier in this episode. I don't remember. Yep. Like 30 seconds um, ago. Yeah. This lab blew up between generations one and two. So like red, blue, gold, silver. Uh, the volcano on Cinnabar Island erupted and basically incinerated and killed everybody. Okay, cool. And with it, all the cloning tech, or? It is the in-game, the eruption of the volcano on Cinnabar Island is the in-game explanation as to why Generation 2 did not introduce new fossil Pokemon. Uh, Gen 2 and Gen 7 uh, are the only generations of Pokemon to not introduce new fossils. Why didn't they show us that in the cartoon? All the people running and, like, being engulfed by magma and, like, screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The entire Pokemon episode where the where the gang struggles with like a tsunami warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who, who knew, who knew uh, Cinnabar was based on Pompeii, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. all the ponytails running out of that weird building too. Like, yeah, yeah there, there who, was... who's, who's the gym leader on Cinnabar Island? He's like encased in magma, Late. like beating off in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it Blake? It's no Blaine. That's it. Blaine. Blaine. Yeah, that's right. I was like, I know it's it's like Blaze, but not. Yeah, right. that's yeah. what I remember. <laughs> so, um, just because the Pokemon Earth and our Earth are so similar, we're gonna get into a little bit of uh history of the uh like of paleontology as a science. Boring. Uh, Wait, <laughs> when, wait, wait, when this part's done, I want to talk about Pokemon, dude. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, Greek philosopher Xenophanes of Colophon. Uh, which sounds like he's named after like butt stuff, basically. Um, <laughs> Colophon. Yeah, well, Xenophanes of Colophon. <laughs> yeah. uh, he had recognized that some of the shell-shaped rocks that he had been finding around, like where he was living, um, were indeed the remains of dead, like shellfish, like clams and and scallops and oysters and whatnot. Uh, and he had theorized at some point that the land he was standing on must have been near or under the ocean, right? Like, the, he must have been standing on some kind of ancient seabed. Um, I don't really want to destroy anybody's confidence out there, but a man who died 480 years before the birth of Christ found some shells on the beach and was totally correct. So, like, what have you done recently? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, straight up, that is exactly what happened. I mean, it's like, um, who was it, like, Pythagoras, who, like, calculated the circumference of the Earth within, like, it was something ridiculous, like, within a kilometer. Yeah, because uh, the, the Earth is what? Like, the circumference is, like, 24,000 kilometers, right? Or something like that? 
I, I'm not sure. But he, he, did no with, he did it with a stick and the sun. He just, like, yeah. measured the shadow in different locations. It was like, yeah, no, it's this big. And then, like, hundreds or thousands of years later, we get the technology to, like, launch satellites up in, up into orbit. And we're like, oh, yeah, no, he was right. And, yeah, <laughs> and thousands of years later, we have just as many people as before believing in a flat Earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, probably, like, gross. We almost definitely have more now. Yeah, like, but like not percentage, percentage wise, wise. Yeah, okay. Definitely Change. not percentage wise, but definitely like gross just because there's so many more people on earth than there was yeah. in in 2500 BC. Probably back then people weren't asking that question as much. They're like, how do I feed my kids? Not well, what is the shape of this place I live? <laughs> like yeah, yeah. People, people didn't need to have an opinion on it, you know what I mean? They had yeah. other worries. Yeah. Yeah. How I do I love... appease the gods? Yeah. I would I would love to see like whatever like bronze age greek twitter where like people are, <laughs> pe people are just like like the reply guys to pythagoras are just <laughs> yeah. yeah if you're 25 years old you're like considered old like what are you doing on twitter boomer you're 25 yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so um, centuries after uh xenophanes would come up with this theory that the place he was standing on was an ancient seabed. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci also published uh, or, or had like writings that he actually did not publish. I'm sorry uh, that he had come to the same conclusion. Again, they were both very close to being correct. They didn't know why, but uh, with like plate tectonics and the way that the land actually shifts, um, Xenophanes was correct. He was standing on an ancient seabed that had been lifted out of the ocean or the amount of ice on the planet had changed that had drained water directly out of the oceans and stored it in the ice caps or in glaciers or something like that. So the the ocean had either gone down or where he was in Greece had just moved, basically. Moved. Yeah. Um, fun fact about Leonardo da Vinci, actually. He uh, had... Hey, actually, it's very fun. <laughs> yeah, very fun. Um, he never invented it. He he was never able. Well, like, we don't know that he ever invented it, but he did draw out a like working model of the Pokemon storage. <laughs> Actually, there's like old manuscripts where where he like he basically has outlined a computer that you could store Pokemon on. Right. You got the what is it Vitruvian <laughs> man? Yeah, yeah, the Vitruvian man, exactly. Yeah. The, Vitru the Vitruvian Matchamp. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> the forearms. Yeah. I'm going to ask someone to write that down so I don't forget. Oh, that's good. Um, in the 11th century, uh, Persian scientist Abu Ali Sina tried to explain why fossils were made of stone. Wait, in, uh, Persian like the Pokemon? Yeah, I was going to say, this is, a this is a scientist who just studies big cats? Or yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. No, he's in uh, old-timey Iraq. <laughs> uh, he wrote a, kind of like an encyclopedia sort of thing called The Book of Healing, and he kind of modified a theory that Aristotle had come up with called petrifying fluids, which is why he was like, well, fossils are clearly, you know, like, why are seashells now made of rock? It's kind of like this fifth humor i suppose like you've got okay. all the different the different biles and now he's got like well there's petrifying fluids which is again like like very like born in the wrong decade problems so fucking close like, <laughs> like so so close if he was not born if, if he didn't die in like 1097 he would have known exactly what the fuck was going on right like <laughs> so close fossils form through a process called permineralization and this is when like organic material is buried or covered and protected 
basically. Um, and as it decomposes, it is replaced, like the little gaps as it decomposes, is replaced directly with minerals carried by water. Uh, so this has like given us really like super fucking high-res fossils of bacteria or plants, mainly like pre-mineralization or permineralization is mainly like a plant fossil thing opposed to an animal fossil thing. Okay. But his theory of like petrifying fluids was like absolutely correct, like correct direction, just like did not have all the facts because it was, you know, 1097. When I die, when I die, do not pour out a beer or like alcohol or anything. Pour out a Perrier right on my body because I Mineral want water, baby. I, yeah, yeah. I want that high res <laughs> Jamie for the future, you know? <laughs> i know i know my my pilled buddy um still assuming he's not dead i have no idea what's happening still drinks mineral water thinking it is protecting him from covid oh good yeah mineral water they put like, five, didn't he doesn't he know all those bubbles are contain 5g 5g yeah <laughs> <laughs> Within the same century, uh, Shen Kuo in Song Dynasty China came up with a uh, theory of gradual climate change after finding fossilized bamboo in an area of China that at his time uh, was too dry to grow bamboo. Um, unlike the other guys that I've spoken about with are like kind of in the right direction or like kind of on the money, um, Shen Kuo was completely correct. Like climate change is absolutely a part of nature and i would like someone to clip that and send it to an oil company before i say that humans and their industries have clearly made things much much worse <laughs> i mean yeah climate change is the problem doing uh 10, 000 years worth of climate change in 150 years is the problem yeah exactly <laughs> like, yeah. giving the environment or the animals time to adapt is the problem yeah. moving is not a problem but driving at 500 miles per hour on a highway that's a problem right yeah exactly exactly yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, clip that, send it to Exxon, whatever, I'll be their guy. I'll, I'll sell out. <laughs> but yeah, like, his his theory was he had found fossilized bamboo in the kind of, like, rock strata, which are different layers, um, in his in his area of China, and was just like, well, it's too dry now, and bamboo doesn't grow here anymore, so clearly the weather changed, and he was completely correct. The movement of the continents and, like, the change in the atmosphere, like, changes in the atmosphere, and again, like, how much water is stored in glaciers and in the ice caps changes everything on the planet. And again, this this is just like some guy working in the 1090s just had a beat on it and figuring it out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So if, if Found we... very old branches and was just like, you know, I got an idea. <laughs> so actually, I think I could solve this, this problem we have of climate change. Because if there's too much water, that'll be the problem, right? Like whenever everything melts. So what we do is we get one of those like Canada space arms with a bucket on the end and we get like a satellite just to scoop buckets out of the ocean. What do you want to like bail out the planet? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, a yeah. canoe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's it's one solution. We'll yeah. say. Right? Yeah. 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 Or like hey, t-shirt listen. cannons where we just shoot the water straight into space kind of thing. Cool. That yeah. could be fun. I mean, what you're saying is less stupid than something Bill Gates, uh, you know, alleged pedophile, uh, recently talked about, which was uh, filling the atmosphere with chalk to um, reflect sunlight. I mean, that's a real thing, though. I know it's been discussed, like, silver silver uh, filings, too, is apparently one that, like, it brings its own problems, but it would introduce a cooling effect, essentially. Yeah, like, can you imagine, like, the paper mache like, sludge that would rain down after, yeah. uh, like, a year of blasting chalk into the atmosphere instead of just, like, 
fucking polluting less. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's like the real rub. It's like all these billionaires saying like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. It's like, no, we should, you should probably just stop killing the planet, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, it would kind of help the education system too because chalk would rain from the sky so they'd have to spend less money on supplies yeah true. and i think if yeah. teachers had free chalk and the planet was cooler then we'd be fine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't just pay don't just pay them more by default because they educate children oh, um god no. we'll, we'll set up every elementary school with a uh, a free government supplied like chalk residue collector and they could just make their own chalk out of like a trough that i guess like yeah. just hangs off the window like a flower box <laughs> yeah. I, I, at this point they're buying their own chalk so I, i'm assuming that this uh oh, yeah, that's true. would be in lieu of a raise right <laughs> <laughs> does your wife have to buy her own chalk I for, I for sure have chalk in this in this these drawers right right next to my oh my god she doesn't she doesn't that often but it, like if she wanted colored chalk she would have to Oh my god! You yeah. can't put in a purchase order to the school for seventy-five nope. cents for chalk. Nope, okay, nope, okay. nope, 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 <laughs> yeah. nope, 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 nope. Anyway, the children are our future, so like that's we all yeah. gotta like care about each other. I know, like in, in like on Discord at some point, uh, I had seen a photo that someone had posted, or maybe I had seen it on Twitter and reposted it, which was just like real-time footage of all the private jets leaving the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, yeah. Oh, I and it was that. just like, yeah, it was just like. Remember to recycle everyone. Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I'll, uh, totally, I'll totally go for it. There was like We're one millionaire who's going up to northern Quebec. Which one was that guy? Like, there was I everyone. Think he, yeah, I think it was like layover in Kujuak. Yeah, uh, I'm mean, I guess layover in like in like Newfoundland or something to get to like Russia was was my guess when I saw when I saw yeah. him going that way. I was like, oh, I think he's like tracking around there. He was the only yeah. one not going to New York or California or Texas. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're going to skip over the, uh, not, not, not just because we're a bunch of burned out <laughs> old hippies who just are so sad about the climate. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll get back to the kind of like, we'll get into the Victorian era stuff, which is very wacky because the, the medieval science is obviously like, you know, like good going champ sort of thing. But it is, does kind of feel a little bit like, like we're like patronizing these people for being born a thousand years ago and like not knowing <laughs> these things. <laughs> the Victorian era stuff is great and it will factor in heavily towards the end of the episode cool. um so now that we're done with kind of modern paleontology we'll get back to pokemon um the first fossils that gamers uh would have encountered are the dome and, and the, the helix, helix fossils. Fossil, yeah. yeah lord helix dude praise, praise. Yeah. bless up um in mount moon uh, which is one of the areas that the players uh, need to go through. They'll be given a choice between the two fossils uh, after defeating the super nerd, who is just a scientist in a cave, and you kick the shit out of his pets and 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 take his rocks. Basically. He still gets to keep one, though. He's like, okay, yeah. you get one. I'm going to get the yeah. other one. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This I mean, to, be, again. to be fair, he was a guy who discovered them in a cave. Like He probably did have the rights to both. The fact that he's given you one is pretty generous. Yeah. So... Funnily enough, um, uh, <laughs> I did. I didn't put this in, but I watched a video about it earlier. Um, fossil rights transfer to the person that owns the land that they were discovered on. So there are certain things like mineral rights or like or or like resources that are not kind of directly transferable to the person that like owns the land. Fossils are owned by the person that owns the land. Do you so find you it find in Mount Moon or Ancient Tunnel? I forget. Mount Moon. Mount Moon. Mount Moon. So who, Mount Mr. Moon. Moon owns it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever owns Mount Moon, exactly. Like the Clefables. It's, it's a Clefable with a fake mustache <laughs> and a top hat. <laughs> Roth, yeah, the Rothschilds, the Clefables, they're like yeah. all the, 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 the big, the big industry families. Uh, <laughs> uh, the dome fossil can be resurrected to a Pokemon called Kabuto, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Kabuto is just named after the Japanese word for helmet. Uh, and is like a little kind of like beetle Pokemon based off the still living horseshoe crab and a trilobite. Uh, trilobites are some of the earliest known arthropods, which is a family that still includes like bugs, lobsters, and spiders, and are some of the like most successful early life on the planet, and easily also some of the most famous non-dinosaur ancient animals because like everyone on Earth has heard the word trilobite. Isn't is it those things like in the in the deep ocean that are like have they look like old bugs and they got like tons of legs and like yeah a, a bag. yeah did, yeah did you guys see the video that the people who brought one to a Wendy's okay so trilobites are dead but there there is an animal currently called the like like the 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 great isopod or something oh, like isopods. that which is, like, which is just <laughs> like it, it is basically the same animal just for modern times it's just a giant horrible damp bug yeah like it's it's awful they have, it, it, they it, have it's, some... a, it's a thousand moving organic parts and it looks upset all the time like it's, it's scary just, they're, they're the worst <laughs> i saw one recently that was completely clear like so you could see through all it like if you're underwater you wouldn't see it but when it's out of the water you can see that it's just like well there's no need to have color in the deep ocean so animals are either transparent or on the red spectrum because red light can't penetrate that much water. So a lot of those animals, when you pull them up to the light are bright red or completely translucent because in a world with no light, there is no purpose in having color. Right. Wow. No. Yeah. It's no evolutionary advantage. Unless you no. got a little, uh, a little light in front of you before you, you take a little snack. Like, those. well, there isn't, there actually is an evolutionary advantage for being dark red or translucent because you are invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, that's why I'm at, that's no matter what. But, yeah. Why am Why am I not see through? I bet I could have got away from a lot more tigers back in the day if I was see through. You're, <laughs> you're, Jamie's just a skeleton with like his red beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So trilobites are some of the most successful animals that have ever existed. They were everywhere for almost half a billion years that's a long time yeah exactly they existed for a huge amount of time uh their fossils have been found in the western u.s in morocco and in siberia um and they scuttled around the seabed eating filthy garbage for billion for millions and millions of years basically wow. they are they are just janitors they are just little beetles and they clean things up now of course i do want to clarify that like because the continents move our idea of like wow siberia the western u.s and and morocco are so far apart they were in completely different locations at that time you know in the yep. in the 400 million years ago um so that's like not truly as impressive but they are like very very common i used to i, I might still have like a fossil trilobite somewhere in my house i have no idea though like, somebody bought me at a museum everywhere very successful very good like body plan like a very successful animal um oh. kabuto evolves into kabutops at level yes yeah kabutops 36 at level 40 fuck fuck 
Okay. Yeah. I, you, should, you should test us on this guy. I want to see if I still have oh, my, yeah, my yeah, blue yeah, yeah. memory yet. I will. Yeah. I will. Okay. I will. I will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's at level forty. Sorry. So like okay. the next one. Next one, I'll give you the. I'll Thank give you the you. shot. Thank you. Um, Kabutops is also based on a trilobite, and also perhaps like perhaps combined with a different kind of awful sea bug uh, that are called Eurypterids. Uh, these things <laughs> we definitely know as sea scorpions. You've probably heard that term before. I haven't. I mean, I've heard the term sea and I've heard the term scorpion, so I can't tell if I'm just mixing them up in my head or not. Okay, right. yeah. I thought that was like a, a badass gang who uh, took uh, like ships around and plundered people. The sea scorpions. You got to watch. Yeah, yeah, almost, yeah. almost certainly. Yeah. 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 That, that sounds like a Battletech clan. Let's be real. Yeah, it, it does. Yes, <laughs> it does. Yeah. I, I, I will say I Googled sea scorpion to see to get an image of what they look like. And the They're Wikipedia awful. page for Eurypter, Eurypterid was already purple for me. So clearly huh. at some point in this show, we've talked about it. And I've clicked <laughs> this link. Wow. Uh, basically. That's, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were just privately curious about the Eurypterids, it doesn't have to be like catalyzed entirely about like some dumb shit I want to talk about. No, right? but okay. The only way I would have Googled it on my PC was if we were doing this show. If I was personally uh, curious, okay. I would have looked it up on my phone. Right. Oh, I see. Okay. Sure. I feel like you and your wife get into like, no, we got to look this up. Like, like for sure, yeah. everything. But like I say it's like it's almost always on my phone. I mean, unless we're sitting here and and just talking, but like we're either gaming. Like I'm gaming with you guys and she's hanging out. Yeah. Or like I'm not at my PC. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. or we're doing this show. Right. Yeah. Uh Eurypterids or sea scorpions are slightly more complex, like like ancient arthropods. They are still related to trilobites. They just have a lot more like horrible moving parts. They have like kind of spikes and fangs and a lot of paddles and a lot of strange <laughs> bits on Corkscrew, them. Also, army knife. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, they got a, a nail file, corkscrew. It, yeah. it, it's disgusting. The flashlight, <laughs> if you twist up one of the legs real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. The manual flashlight is, is also on the sea scorpion. <laughs> 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 um, they're pretty horrible looking. They're also fucking huge. Um, even a small one is like a meter and a half long. So, uh, yeah, very gross. I'm like a meter and a half long. I feel like. how, how tall? How long? How many feet is a meter and a half? Uh, uh, a meter is like three feet, three inches or something like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. gosh. They're like human size. That's awful. They're big ones. Yeah. yeah. That's awful. Yeah. These are all these are all sea animals, too. So, like, the concentration of oxygen in water can support non-complex, like, complex, simple animals, right? Like, that's why bugs are small is because they suck at breathing is the main problem. And the oxygen content in our current atmosphere is too low for them to, like, be any bigger than whatever the fuck the largest bug on earth currently is sort of thing yeah but they don't have lungs no i yeah. was watching something today on really old fish and there was this one fish that had no teeth but it had like really sharp bones that were like part of its skeleton in the front and so it... we will talk about dunkleosteus later oh! on that's <laughs> how i watched it today oh, yeah. Hell yeah. okay good that thing does not fuck around but yes it that that animal just like as a hint predates the evolution of teeth and does just have like exposed parts of its skull yeah. that fit together like shears and it was so <laughs> it, it was so, oh, okay i'll talk more about it later that's so cool that horrible. i watched that today man. That is so yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, right. it's also big and scary yeah yeah okay yeah yeah your boy's a big fan of that fish <laughs> 
the Helix Fossil, uh, Lord Helix himself, can be resurrected into Ammonite, uh, which is based on the ancient Ammonite. Uh, they just basically spelled it wrong. Uh, Ammonites are squid living inside coiled shells, the little spiral or the helix. Um, sure. Yeah, Amistar. And these animals, Amistar as well, is uh, just a more dangerous looking Ammonite, basically, because like most Pokemon evolutions go from the real animal to the cool animal, uh, but like kind of the same thing. And that is the difference between Ammonite um, uh, and Amistar is they are just, uh, what if uh, anime artists drew an ammonite with sharper and then what if a anime artist drew a cooler ammonite yeah yeah. Yeah. i mean squirrel goes from turtle to turtle with wings on his head to turtle with guns on his back exactly just getting cooler and cooler all the way yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) is is i guess a salamander to a lizard to a dragon natural progression yeah or like bulbasaur is plant 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 uh, well, it's, it's, it's really like on uh, like onion flower tree. Onion sure. Flower tree. I mean, Venusaur is a big flower. It's not a mounted tree. on a mounted on a toad. Yeah, flower on a toad. Yeah. Flower on a toad's back. <laughs> you heard Turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ammonites existed in some way or another for what is a borderline incomprehensible amount of time. Uh, kind of like trilobites. Um, they're found. Literally everywhere Fuck, on the planet. Power. Shit. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Just cut that back into the old. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cut, that, cut that into the track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ammonites were present in the in Earth's oceans for roughly three hundred and thirty-five million years. Okay, uh, not bad, they, not bad. They existed before life on land, and I went out in a blaze of fucking glory with the dinosaurs. Yeah. What are like, we at, like, people? Well, yeah, okay, so, like, the earliest proto-humans, like Pete said, was about 200,000 years ago. Oh. But, like... Well, that's, that's the same species human. Like, if you want to talk proto-human, like, you're talking, like, between four and three million years, like, something like that. Yeah, sure. From, like, yeah. Um, and then if you're talking, like, modern man, it's, like, 10,000. Wow. which is like the invention of farming basically okay yeah good to know yeah we're young dude can you believe that in ten thousand years we did what the ammonites never could yeah was <laughs> create, create the internet twitter and destroy the planet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're so dumb trying yeah. the ammonites but dumb and translucent yeah. idiots <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so like a lot of marine animals, uh, ammonites fossilize very well, sometimes in remarkable ways. So you can get like a coiled shell that has like a geode that is formed inside of it. Um, I have the cross section of an ammonite shell on my TV stand here, which is it's just rock, but it's very like uh, polished and clean because whenever it had died, like the minerals that ended up inside the shell were very um, pretty. Basically, it's, it's it mine looks like kind of like tortoiseshell ray bands. Is is the color of the the one yeah. that I have? Cool. I did look up uh, trilobite fossils for sale, and you can get one for like six bucks. Wow. Ammonite yeah. ammonite fossils seem to be much more expensive. Yeah, I in, mean, in the thousands of dollar range for these. Well, like for a big one, mine is this big. Like what about like two and a half inches? A full body dinosaur. How much would that be? I think I... Nicholas Cage has bought fossils, oh so one of you can pull up that clip and get the receipt. <laughs> I think um, I think it's uh, 
price per sale also. I think it's like on offer only. I don't think there's like a list price for right. full skele- skeletons. I remember seeing one in <laughs> Ottawa and then finding out it was just like a replica and that the real one was in the back and I felt ripped off. But today I can understand why you wouldn't just keep a, a full-on dinosaur thing outside. But, there's yeah. no MSRP on dinosaur bones, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I, so I Googled how much did Nick Cage pay for T-Rex? And Google was like, how much did, did you mean how much did Nicholas Cage pay for T-Rex? Oh, okay, Google. Yeah, like, thanks. Oh, yeah. uh, Keep it professional, Ethan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, $150 million on a skull and two, uh, a skull, dinosaur skull, pygmy heads, and two European castles. Dang. So I guess it was one sale where he, he spent $150 million, but between two castles, pygmy heads, and a dinosaur skull. You know what? I want the to, skull, to but... Uh, throw in the pygmy heads. Throw in the pygmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's like honestly, that doesn't sound like that much for primarily the two castles. It feels sure. it, fe- it feels like the the skull and the I guess like what like shrunken heads. <laughs> <laughs> castles are relatively cheap depending on where you get them the because it's yeah. I mean the upkeep is killer. So like they just like lose value unless you're just pouring money into them essentially um and there's there's a lot in europe honestly <laughs> like there's there's more than you might think i guess if you're if you're if you have nick cage kind of money to throw around okay yeah. sorry nicholas cage kind of money if we can get yeah. ten thousand patrons <laughs> we will get a lore boys castle and you can all come live with us yeah <laughs> yeah in the surrounding area as well. well we will finally have legit lore <laughs> yeah. folk yeah yeah <laughs> We we will we will commit you to serfdom to yeah. live in our castle. Yeah. Tend to the fields, pay us fifteen dollars a month, and yeah. uh, you can live with us. Yeah, yeah, just haul corn up to the castle, whatever, man. Some of tithes. <laughs> Ethan gets to have sex with your wife before you marry her, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, okay. that's it. <laughs> hey, whoa. Uh, so, uh, regarding right. the app, sorry, divine right, baby. Can't yep. argue with that. <laughs> Lord boys appointed by God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, currently, similar animals still exist to ammonites. Uh, there's an animal called the nautilist, which is a modern squid with house. Uh, it is just a squid with a shell. They're cute, and they're like white and orange. That's about it. They got cool. big eyes. Cool. Um, as we covered earlier, there's very little to say about Amistar. Uh, the evolution of uh, ammonite, it's just the same animal, but they sexed up for, for, for teenage boys in 1996, basically. Level 40 just- as well? Uh, uh, so that is level 40 yeah okay. exactly cool yeah. um fun fact about nautiloids they are the uh ships that illithid or uh mind flayers um fly around space in in the dungeons and dragons universe are called nautiloids and they're shaped like nautiloid creatures like, like the, the animal with the shells <laughs> oh that's yeah. cool hmm. listen to our uh, uh speaking of ancient history listen to our fucking illithid episode <laughs> One of the few ways to get to light speed is tentacles doing like that movement that 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 yeah. spins yeah. do, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, not too um, actually too hard, but it is much cooler. They have like some sort of water intake, and below their tentacles, uh, squids and nautiluses and octopi or octopodes have like a jet that they shoot what? water out of. Out their beak or next to their beak? It's below their beak. Oh, so the what? beaks. The beak is within more the than tentacle. one hole down there. Uh, this is just like this other thing I learned. The yeah, other day. yeah, no, it's like dude, <laughs> girls and squid. They pee out their butts. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, the next fossil in Gen One was Aerodactyl. 
Uh, he's unique in Gen 1 because it's not a choice. Everybody gets their like Jurassic Park branded old Amber uh, to yeah. clone the Aerodactyl, who is a flying reptile. <laughs> Um, that official. was also the last wife that Ethan had pre-Mocto with, his old, old Amber. Amber. <laughs> old Amber <yeah. laughs> We've only got the one surf. It was old Jeffrey, okay? And we married Amber. Old Amber, I'm, old I'm Amber. Not gonna, I'm not going to refuse my, my right to it just because she's 85, has no teeth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, you, you, you can get yourself a gummer and then just uh, head back to the castle. <laughs> Whatever that's called. Um, official not, Pokemon. not everybody got uh aerodactyl because uh, some of us were uh too stupid to go back to the museum and talk to the scientists and get the amber and never knew how to get aerodactyl when they were kids okay peter right. i withdraw my statement Peter Town. That, uh cinnabar island isn't it the same place no the museum's well, in peter peter town is where you get the old amber, oh yeah right? that's where you, you take the old amber out of the museum of course yeah yeah no, yeah. No, I'm sorry, Ethan. I, uh, I withdraw my statement. Uh, not everybody gets an aerodactyl. Right? <laughs> everybody gets the opportunity. Yes, exactly. It's, I, I, I'm, I, I, politically, honestly, I'm voting for um, it, like equal aerodactyl opportunity, not equal yeah. opportunity of aerodactyl outcome, okay? Yeah, so, yeah. Like... <laughs> Let sleeping aerodactyls lie. That's what I yes. said. Okay. <laughs> um, official Pokemon art, which I did post in the boys, um, shows that uh, Aerodactyl is based on a Pteranodon, which uh, doesn't really kind of hold water as far as the character design goes. Uh, Aerodactyl has a tail and also teeth, uh, which actually just makes it closer to a Pterodactyl, which it is named after, at least in English. Uh, that being said, both Pteranodon and Pterodactyl are pterosaurs, which we talk about in our Jurassic Park episode where they commit war crimes. Um, they are flying reptiles, which are not dinosaurs. They are, they exist at the same time, but they serve a different niche, and they are not hmm. dinosaurs. Are not archosaurs either, as far as I know. This is wait. This is the first picture we're looking at. Yeah, or, okay. the non-spoiler one is I, you can see Aerodactyl up top, and he's oh. they're paralleled basically between the animals okay. they're based off. I just scroll yeah. past all the kid rocks from the bonus content. <laughs> oh <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of pictures of Kid Rock in, in the boys' chat right now. I wish he did. He, he shouldn't be wearing such a tall trilby. He wouldn't be such like a carnival attraction. <laughs> <laughs> so despite being taller than me at five foot eleven, Aerodactyl is still kind of a bitch motherfucker compared to a species of pterosaur called Asdarkids, uh, who were a real class of animals that include animals like Asdarko and Quetzalcoatlus, which you may have heard of. Uh, mm -hmm. They're flying predatory animals the size of giraffes jeez yeah hell yeah dude very very big um we will get into some more information about more boring dead animals after the break i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so uh, Generation 2 of Pokemon blew up the, lag le- the lab leak theory, basically, on like where dinosaurs came from. So now we need to skip the entire generation and move on to Gen 3, which is Pokemon's Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, in Gen 3, we get a choice between the Claw and the Root Fossils. Uh, the Claw Fossil can be re- resurrected by the Devon Corporation, or Devon, into a Norith. Uh, so this is the, the, the new guys doing the, the, the sci-fi shit to, to make your ancient animals. Basically. They're doing your Jurassic Park work for you, since Cinnabar Island, you know, exploded. And a Norith kind of looks like the isopod we said that, that Jamie was taken into a Wendy's or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the one that he had on a leash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, design-wise, the North is actually kind of uh, interesting among Pokemon because it is just an unmodified drawing of a real animal. Yeah. If you guys look at the reference image you have, uh, the Anorith and the Anomalocaris look exactly the same. Those are the first... It's, I mean, Omanyte too, though. A lot, a lot of them do. Like he just seems less stylized. Um, Anomalocaris is either old Italian or Greek for "not like other shrimp." Is what, <laughs> <laughs> what that translates to, or like say, unlike other shrimp? Grandma's shrimp. Yeah, they say your grandma's yeah. kid rock shrimp. I yeah. think I'm looking at the wrong. <laughs> I think I'm looking at the wrong picture. Where's the anomalonamis? It's the, the same picture. The, oh, okay. the first picture Pete said is all the uh, fossil Pokemon on the left ver- versus their real life counterparts. On the left. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that. Part. Yeah, it's a graph. So cool. X, uh, 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 like X is Pokemon to um yeah. to, to 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 real animal basically. Okay. And and uh, archaeologist Pikachu is the center of the Venn diagram, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Or like the vertice, basically. <laughs> yeah. In, in the plane, in the in your Cartesian plane, he's the, yeah. he's the middle where everything intersects. Yes, Indiana Pikachu is real. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so visually, Anorith looks very much just like a flat shrimp, which is what Anomalocaris was. Uh, it's got a bunch of kind of feathery wings coming out of the sides, uh, and their bodies like are kind of segmented. And in front, they have two big kind of curling kind of like scoop claws that poke out from underneath their eyes that lead into like a uh, an awful circular mouth, basically. Like, was, oh, oh. was Anomalocaris also made out of iron tempered with carbon? Or is that is that unique to the Pokemon? I think that's probably unique to the Pokemon. Yo, okay. you guys see that magma slug that's also a Pokemon that actually has like skin made from iron that lives like around lava in real life? It's like a red slug. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, Slugma. Mag, Mag-, Mag- Cargo, <laughs> sadly. Yeah, yeah, Slugma ride. I, I love, Ma- I love Mag Cargo, but like, <laughs> I love Mag Cargo, but Mag Cargo is uh, competitively Trash. terrible. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, there's so many cool, like, so many of the cool Pokemon get just get shafted by their BST. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like, oh, here's an interesting design, and here's an interesting typing. But like, oops, this generation came out with another ground dragon, which is fucking unstoppable. You're like, okay, (laughs) Garchomp, it is then. (laughs) That red like slug in real life is cool as hell, even if it's it's Pokemon counterpart just sucks. But uh, like, who's made of iron? We got some iron in us, but not very much. Not enough to be in your blood. Not next to magma. Yeah, got iron in your blood. 
there, there's like an entire plot point in like X2, X-Men Reunited or some shit, whatever that movie's called, where um, Magneto can uh, move you because there's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the, the horny security guard gets injected with too much iron and then Magneto can like, like pulls it out of his blood and turns it into like bullets, basically. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think Which I'd seen cool. an X-Men movie, but I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen an X Men movie since that one, but like that's what I remember from that film. Yeah, uh, Logan was good. All the rest were bad. Oh, yeah. Logan is good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, when Jamie, do you think Anorith evolves into Armaldo? Um, four hundred fifty million years ago. Uh, uh, no, very close. <laughs> at, at level four hundred fifty million. Very, very close, actually. Uh, the anomaly cards went extinct 499 million years ago, so okay. good guess. Okay, and level... So close like to half a, a bill. Seems like that's yeah. It feels like they just cheated him of, of half a billion years ago. You know what I mean? I know. 499 million? Just call it 500 million. Yeah. Scientists, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing to our poor, our poor boy? It seems like so far the, the fossils evolve late. Like 36 feels like, like a normal, like that's where you're going to evolve the last time, but... Well, that's where most starters, except for, for some reason, there's always one that is at 32 evolved. Yeah. So, like, 40 is, like, a good, like, say, that. yeah, that's, that's a good age to leave the home, basically. I'll, I'll say 42. This one uh, gets a little older. Ethan, you want to, uh, I don't know if you're looking at Bulbapedia or if you want to take a stab at it. No, I never, I use Pokemon DB because somebody once told me that Bulbapedia was founded by TERFs. So I was like, okay, Pokemon <laughs> DB works for me. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I'm just like throwing shade for nothing out here, but heard it once and I said, that's, all, that's all the convincing I need. <laughs> He's like, I don't really care where I get my Pokemon information. So yeah. I mean, like, I'll just like, I don't know, like, play it yeah. safe. Uh, Who cares? I don't uh, care what you say on Twitter. Whenever I bring you to the nursery, you got to be a certain gender to breed. It's like, yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up, Bulbapedia. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Of all, like, of all. All the strongholds. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't, but I know for a fact that Anorith evolves at level sixty-nine. So, next question, please. Both wrong, uh, Jamie. Uh, closest without going over. Anorith evolves into Ar- Armaldo at, uh, and Armaldo also just does sound like a hot Spanish guy at level forty. Level forty. Okay. Okay. I Armaldo. Yeah. Armaldo. Um, very little to say about Armaldo, much like Amistar. He is just a cooler looking, like more aggro version of the real animal. That's it. They're also rock bug. They're very good. Um, it's a fairly decent typing. <laughs> rock lo- rock bug by the B-52s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the head to the tails on Gen 3's, like, like whatever the choice between you get through the fossils coin... Uh, is the root fossil, which can be resurrected into Lilip, uh, and its evolution, Cradley, which, again, guess when does it evolve? 40. 40. It's 40. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's just this is fossil. 40. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good one. Lilip they, evolve, they evolve into getting a divorce and taking up drinking. And- yeah. Yes. <laughs> getting a Dodge Challenger and yeah. uh, uh, spoiling yeah. your kids on the weekends so their bitch mom uh, have to deal with them when they get back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Cradley are both very, very good Pokemon, which my idiot twelve-year-old brain did not realize because there was bug with knife hands versus plant, uh, and the plant one is 
defensively, like a very good like defensive lead competitively, and like very good typing. Cradley is is a very is is in a higher tier basically competitively than Armaldo is, as far as I know, because it is just borderline in some cases unkillable if you if you kind of like built it correctly. I don't know what cool. Armaldo looks like. I'm picturing Hey Arnold. I'm picturing a football head plant. But. uh yeah you're you're close actually uh it's uh it's it just imagine the animal that i talked about earlier like the it's it's anomalocaris but standing up okay that's it. that's Got that's it. what he looks like Got yeah it. um uh so uh cradley and leap are unique as they're, they're fossil pokemon that are based on animals that are like not extinct at all oh like, not they, even in the on? not even in like the ammonite nautilus way um Lilip and Cradley are based on animals called sea lilies, which still exist and did not die out. They are half a billion years old and are in the fossil record, but they're just like still around. Wow. Yeah. They're just they're 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 very much like a passive predator. They have like kind of these like leafy fronds that poke out of their bodies that they use to catch small animals and like particles they're very much like passive they 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 just they, like, they look like they look like coral you know yeah, like, it's like, like food drifts through the web and they consume it and bring it into the body uh leap and cradley are really closer to something like a venus flytrap opposed to an actual sea lily which is weird uh because they're resurrected from a root fossil and an animal does not have roots and they're also grass rock so they're very much like based on plant life and their visual design is they just look like a flower with tentacles uh, i had a venus yeah. flytrap as a kid I, like begged my, my dad mom to my dad used to have a bunch yeah, yeah it, it was cool. always yeah yeah they're not it's smart. a great pet they're not smart though because like i was a kid and i was like i want to see it eat a fly i want to see it snap its thing so i like hit it with a, like a pencil eraser to see if it would like snap at it and then it closed its mouth but didn't open its mouth like fast enough to be able to eat its next meal and it just kind of died because I made it. Yeah. <laughs> I fed my Venus flytrap a rubber eraser and it died. Well, like, I wanted to see it snap. Like for some reason in my head, I'm picturing like a Pokemon. It'll just open its mouth again if it didn't get a meal. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it just yeah. stayed shut, like thinking it's digesting something and then slowly open. And by the time like, it opened, it didn't get another. Meal. I, I'm not going to lie. You, you are giving that plant a lot of credit. It wasn't thinking anything like yeah. <laughs> my dad used to have one like. Um, he made a little you need to keep them damp too so he had made like a little terrarium out of uh like a big water jug that you would like you know like a water cooler jug basically yeah so if you cut off if you cut off the top you can like make a little terrarium on the inside to keep it swampy which is what they need but yeah like at at his office he named him trapper and would uh feed him like one little like nug of hamburger meat on the end of a toothpick (laughs) was how it was how he fed it all right that's an american uh fly trap i only yeah. eat triple a grade beef you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's an angus fly trap not a yeah. fly trap. <laughs> I, like my beef, I like my beef plant fed and my plants beef fed and again someone told me recently it was just like man pete you've got a story for everything but it's always about your dad it's like yeah and my dad's the venus fly trap guy too like, yeah <laughs> He's just a weird man. Um, right. So anyway, the, moving moving past that, we are almost done here. We're almost in the fun Victorian science. Uh, in Generation Four, so after Gen, after Lily and Cradley in Gen Three, uh, Diamond and Pearl, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum are the first time dinosaurs are represented in the fossil Pokemon record, basically. 
everything oh. prior to this has been some much older or stranger animal, or in the case of like like leaping cradley, like I said, just like a, a an angry plant, basically. Yeah, and I know you said pterosaurs aren't dinosaurs, but like I'm gonna give that one a well. I think Aerodactyl kind of represents dinosaurs a little bit. At least, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, you'd be wrong, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, a little bit at least. It's it's as close as we had. Nobody thinks pterodactyl like I'm um, actually not a dinosaur, but a pterosaur. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a pterodactyl that. in <laughs> We're Back, and uh, that was a dinosaur movie, right? Yeah, yeah. There, I think there was one in in Dinosaurs too. No, yeah, and Land Before Land Before Time, Petrie, Petrie, yeah. Yeah. I say it every time we talk about it. It's the one you're time. Wrong. No, it's, Spike says Ducky, not Petrie. Oh, you're right. <laughs> ducky. <laughs> the one time he speaks, whenever Ducky. Jesus goes Christ! Around. I can't. I can't believe on this show is we're just like have to correct each other, misquoting yeah. the land before oh, time. Oh, that's right. The, the, <laughs> I guess the flying dinosaur wouldn't. It wouldn't be a problem when he fell off a cliff, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right yeah. Duck, ducky gets knocked off of something, and her her adopted stepbrother Spike the disabled stegosaurus is the first time he talks yeah he's mute he's at least mute yeah 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 he's kind of like the crew dog though he's awesome which is weird when you think about the fact they're all kind of like young animals and they have a dog but he's just like a different young animal he's not a dog he's he's just a cool bro that just doesn't say anything he hangs out he's like whatever i'm spike dude yeah it's very uh, goofy and Mickey's dog Pluto vibes, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... I was going to say it's weirder. That's much, much weirder because, like, Goofy has a job and drives a car. And he yeah. keeps, like, a, a different guy in Goofy. a cage. Goofy, Goofy is... Uh, no, so Goofy doesn't. Mickey Mickey has a dog. But Goofy and Mickey are, like, oh, yeah. best friends, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, imagine you just went to your best friend's place and he had, like... And, like, they, the design of Pluto and Goofy is, like, super similar, too. Like, the they same, yeah. Them look different, right? So it's just, like, yeah. just has, like, a person. Last time I pet. went to Ethan's place, place they, I guess. last time I went to Ethan's place, he had, like, a 30-year-old Scottish person living in a little house behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looked just I mean, like I, me, but, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, Angus, no. Don't Angus open was the sliding nice. door. Yeah. Ang- Angus was nice. I mean, he got a little angry when I invoked Prima Nocta, but whatever. <laughs> 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 that's what you can look forward to on the lore boys plot of like uh, like in, in, our, in our fiefdom that we went with that we buy in england or whatever <laughs> uh so in gen 4 uh the fossils that you can bring back to life are the armor and skull fossils and they're resurrected in the orberg mining museum um this uh, this is where things kind of get like less interesting so like i do apologize in advance if some of these are your favorite pokemon they're not that cool frankly like historically, <laughs> I guess. Objectively speaking. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like we all know a ton of shit about dinosaurs because they're you know very common and die on continents with with like civilization basically. So it's like I oh yeah, it, dinosaurs. I only know about pterosaurs, Peter. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. I don't want to go into have this fucking fight again. <laughs> oh man, I hate when dad, mom, and dad fight. <laughs> Jamie, go to your room. You got <laughs> Angus chained up outside, just barking at the sliding door. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's not my room; it's my Terra room. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Arbor Fossil is brought back as a, a Pokemon called Shieldon, who evolves into Bestiodon. Guys? Um, At level 40. 
Level 40 has got to be, right? 30 this time. They mixed it up. Oh. Sure. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Cucked again, Jamie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stop cucking our son, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> which one's mom and which one's dad? I guess that doesn't matter. I'm not a Bulbapedia. You guys can both be my Yeah, yeah exactly. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ethan and I, Ethan and I, like just just cooperate is is yeah. basically it. Uh, if if we were a McCarthy 1950s family, I have to believe that I would be mom and Peter would be dad. You've told me like when we were I, when we were younger, told you told me. <laughs> Ethan always told me he wants to be a stay at home dad uh, when he was younger. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was, okay. I mean, yeah. you you could tell a lot about how I would turn out from young Ethan because uh there was two answers to the what do you want to be when you grow when you grow up and it was stay-at-home dad or lottery winner or like my <laughs> so clearly he wanted to be a lazy sack of shit which yeah. hey some things turn out to be true i wanted to be go. a robotics engineer but then i realized i'm not that good at math <laughs> <laughs> shot too high on that one um. i wanted i wanted to do paleontology but then it, I just had to, like, get into just, like, oh, yeah, well, I'm actually just going to trick you into listening about it anyway, because you're interested in Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Pokepelly. Um, just on the subject, quickly, of the nuclear family, I thought I would be Jamie's mom, because I'm shorter than you, but you are blonde, kind of making you... We're both, we're both like, 50-50, 50s wife material, basically. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm blonde and more hairless. Yeah. I don't know about, yeah. like, the, the tallness yeah. thing, though, because I would love to have a wife that's, like, significantly taller than me i think that'd be fun you know she could shop but that's, with me. Yeah, that's <laughs> not that's not the nuclear family you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In our modern family where pete and i are both dads like yeah i could be the taller hot mom dad you know but <laughs> yeah. true i see it i see it yeah. <laughs> but but 19 1960s cia would have assassinated me you know like, yeah yeah of course for being taller than peter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Nixon. I need to have my wife killed. She's <laughs> four inches taller than I am. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see what we can do about it. Uh, I'm kind of up to my neck and stuff right now, but I'm not trying. A little bit busy with that whole uh, hotel debacle, but I'll get back to you. I just realized we're doing a, a paleontology episode. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, whatever. I told you, you guys to stay on track. You, you didn't listen. <laughs> So the armor fossil from uh, Gen 4 Pokemon can be resurrected into Shieldon, which evolves into Bastiodon at level 30. Um, these two Pokemon look very similar to a Triceratops. Uh, it's like kind of like a very stocky little body, stumpy little legs, short tail, and obviously big fuck-off bone shield protecting its neck. Yeah. No like horn. a Sarah. A Sarah, yeah. Like Sarah from Land Before Time, exactly. Yes. That being said, Bastiodon and Shieldon do not have horns, making them much more similar to an Asian version of uh, Triceratops called Protoceratops, which is a smaller animal with no horns. Um, and if you Google fighting dinosaur fossil, you can find what is arguably the most famous fossil on the planet, where a Protoceratops and a Velociraptor were both killed at the same time while trying to kill each other, and both the animals are remarkably well preserved. That's cool. Either can you pop it in the chat? My keyboard's on. Yeah. Cool. Do you think they, do you think, I mean, I, I don't know if I would guess that they, it was while they were trying to kill each other, but it feels more to me like, um, so like the Triceratops has the Velociraptor or the, the Raptor Gord here. Um, I, it, it feels to me like, oh, probably Gordum then could never get its horn undone, like could get its horn out of the Raptor's body. And so it was just like kind of died, like stuck like that. 
Sorry, Jamie. I'm trying to trying to share, but my my files are too powerful. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the description. Yeah. Uh, if you just like open your browser, oh, I guess you, you don't have your fucking keyboard plugged in. I can. Um, do it. it's, it's, it's just making yeah. noise. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The the fighting dinosaur fossil, like you've seen it. It's the raptor and the other animal trying to kill each other. Or like, like there are a bunch of theories because like it was discovered in 1971 in Mongolia, and it's obviously completely impossible to figure out how these fucking things died. Right? Oh. Why do they look like they are locked in combat? And like why like they're, they're small animals too. Like we know the velociraptors like the size <laughs> of a turkey, and the protoceratops is the size is barely. It's like a heavier animal, but like is the, and they're just like stuck together. This feels a lot like the two men skeletons that were found caressing each other, and the scientists were like, "Oh, they must have been like hiding for warmth or something when they were just a gay couple." This is just a proto. <laughs> this is a proto yeah. and a velociraptor who would just love each other, and we. I'd like to that. reiterate. Yeah, I guess yeah. I, it's like exactly like I'd like to reiterate. Get fuck Bulbapedia. Blushing emoji. Like, if what would happen if we, you impaled me in the tar pits? <laughs> 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 what if we kissed while you gored me into a sand dune like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this fossil because the raptor in particular is almost completely preserved like it's just an entire skeleton yeah yeah, yeah it's very that cool is, that had been found the, the protoceratops is a little bit kind of busted up because it was like standing when it died or something but yeah like very much like flash frozen like it is it is one second from 80 million years ago that we somehow like by god's grace still get to like observe and like just like this thing that we get to watch yeah it's super cool the, the, yeah. the proto's face kind of looks like it's made out of bat wings but other than that you can kind of see what's going on it's 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 a it's it's a less kind of like uh comprehensible animal when it doesn't have skin on it, it yeah it, there's a bunch of like bits basically yeah. but a bunch of a bunch of hoops of bone that like he's just like <laughs> yeah like what's going on here Coming next, the Lore Boys branded cereal, Dino Bits. It is <laughs> billions <Hoops> of bone. <laughs> yeah, two scoops of bone in every bowl. Yeah. <laughs> um, the skull fossil uh, gives you a cranidose. So there's a shield on, which is has a very cool story. Uh, cranidose, which evolves into Rampardos again at level thirty. They, the the fossil Pokemon are always kind of like parallel with each other. Um, these aren't very interesting animals. Uh, Rampardos, uh, like trivia wise within Pokemon ha has the highest attack stat of any rock Pokemon in the entire game. Cool. Yeah. That's sweet. That's it. Eat shit, um, Onyx. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Onyx is a defensive Pokemon. Yeah. Get fucked my Geodude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this kind of period of Pokemon after they introduced dinosaurs is kind of boring. So like the 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 animal design or like the choice of animal that they decide to turn into a fossil Pokemon is pretty bland. So we are just gonna kind of blast past it here. Like so again, I'm sorry if this is one of your favorites. Um, Caracosta is based on the Archelon, but that's just like a big fucking sea turtle, and that's in Gen Five. Tyrantrum is finally the T-Rex we've been waiting for all these years. Uh, was uh, was uh, introduced in Generation 6, along with Aurorus, which is based on the South American long neck called um, what the f uh, Amargosaurus, which was just like a long neck dinosaur, but on each side of its neck had like a gigantic V-shaped sail, basically. Okay. Found found on the Falkland Islands, uh, Amargo Thatcher-saurus, you said, 
right? Yes. Uh, Gen 5 did, however, introduce Arken and Archaeops, which are based on Archaeopteryx, which was discovered in Germany in the 1800s. And like the fighting dinosaurs, Archaeopteryx is easily one of the most famous fossils on the planet. Um, If you Google it, you'll see it's like the flattened bird that is the entire skeleton with feather impressions preserved within like just like a slab of like a limestone or something like that. The only flattened birds I know are Portuguese chickens, because every time I buy one to eat, they're all f- completely flat. They do lay them out. <laughs> they do lay them out. Yeah. Is that like, how yeah, they so are- this, I'm, I'm looking at this now, uh, Archaeopteryx, uh, and this is basically like um, at the beginning of the movie Jurassic Park. Like, clearly the Velociraptor fossil that they find was inspired by this picture. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a 200-year-old discovery from, like, like southern Germany. And, again, it's just, like, so lucky that we have this thing where an animal that has been dead for 180 million years is preserved in, like, is perfect, basically. Mm-hmm. Every detail of it is there. It really makes you think, like, which which ones didn't we get to see, you know? like Yeah. That's, yeah. that's always been my problem because, like, growing up in Quebec and loving paleontology... Quebec, the geology in Quebec does not allow for good fossilization. So, like, we don't know. Yeah. And you I never mean, will. And, like, there's such, like, a disproportionate number of, like, vertebrates, right? Where, like, invertebrates with no bones are so much life- less likely to preserve because yeah. they need to have, like, the perfect, like, ecological conditions to for, like, jelly to fucking fossilize, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, which just basically never happens, so. Yeah, I remember there's, like, a bunch of big gaps in ontario i cracked open a rock and there was a a little swirly in it one time but it could have been a worm from like like ten thousand years ago not like actual real thing yeah i mean the the ottawa valley was uh underwater for hundreds of thousands of if not millions of years so there was like there was an inland Mm -hmm. sea through most of north america basically and like this archaeopteryx probably preserved so well in germany because europe was an archipelago for hundreds of millions of years like a big, big, big fucking chunks of it were underwater, and it was yeah. just like a bunch of scattered islands, which is why, like, and like, and China has good rocks, and and like the Western U.S. has <laughs> that good sounded rocks. China's like, got good rocks. That sounded like a politician phrase. China's got good rocks. They got the best rocks. Hey, <laughs> China's, got, <laughs> China's got good rocks. They got excellent rocks. I think the Western U.S. has good rocks too. Like, <laughs> like, like we don't really get to decide. Like a lot of paleontology is kind of based around like human civilization but it is coincidence more than anything like you could not have known that like the most powerful country on the planet would be the u.s on top of like just good like good conditions from 190 million years ago right so there there is such an interesting like um correlation graph which shows like the southern u.s and it's uh voting demographics so like where people vote liberal and where people vote conservative and it directly overlays with like fertile uh bed sediments from like like you say like 190 million years ago and it's because uh when slaves were brought to america the best farms were on those fertile crescents and when the the slaves were freed black people kind of settled in those same areas and black people tend to vote liberal instead of uh, conservative in in the states right so they vote democrat they don't vote republican so like the voting population was like directly decided by where a lot of plants died 200 million years ago and made for fertile soil 
unrelated, but uh, in Europe, the closer you are to uh, Chernobyl, the more you like hentai as your favorite porn category. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've been poisoned. There's a lot of cool, uh, cool like. There's uh, a lot of neat correlations that I made like doing the research for this episode because I've listened to the audiobook for Guns, Germs, and Steel, which is like a very like cold book like i remember talking to a buddy of mine i may have mentioned this on the show like i talked to a buddy who had read it and he was like i don't know like it kind of bugged me i'm like, just like it you have to detach it's not about people it's about humans right like it's a it's a, like a biological text about the human animal but like a lot of where you have like science and for some reason good geology and shit like that like empire geology and and all this stuff is all very much correlated within certain areas yeah which i find very bizarre and perhaps there is no plan and there is no god and many things are totally out of our control and good dirt made all of our decisions for us more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh that being said good dirt in pokemon also makes their decisions so we can wrap this one up um uh right so uh the hang on where was i here Oh right, uh, the the another fun trivia about like uh, Ar Ar Archaeopteryx was the fact it was found a couple of years after Charles Darwin published the um, Origin of the Species. So he was oh, yeah. just like, buh, 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 evolution, and you had some like some dinosaurs and some modern animals, and then someone found what is known as a transitional species, which is like a halfway thing between like when dinosaurs got feathers, and they were just like, ah, oh, fuck. Right. Bulbapedia <laughs> like, hates like those, eight, by the way. Eight, eight, yeah, Bulbapedia hates them. Yeah. fossils. I had to go to a different website to get the information about Arkin. <laughs> uh, so to cap off here, I want to talk about like England specifically, because of course we're talking about empire and science and whatnot, and England is uh, not only loaded with fossils, but also like pretty much like the kind of the source of a lot of the science that we currently work with uh england in the victorian era got very interested in science and like luckily had animals preserved below them like it's again like coincidence or whatever uh this means that the stuffy victorian men of science were very interested in paleontology uh, a couple of famous people from this time were Richard Owen, or Sir Richard Owen, uh, who, if you Google him, he looks like an old light bulb, really. Like, <laughs> Sir. Look, when you see his picture, you'll you'll know. He was okay, descended yeah. from he he was descended from like uh like a French Protestant woman and an Indian like uh commerce mogul basically, and was born in England. Uh, but yeah, he looks like an aged light bulb. Uh, and th and then you may also know uh, Mary Anning. Um, Anning was notable for discovering multiple incredible fossils of marine reptiles in Dorset. So like plesiosaurs, like the Loch Ness Monster sort of stuff, or ichthyosaurs, which are a different sort of animal. Again, like not dinosaurs to um, actually, it, I guess. Um, she was also notable for being a woman participating in victorian era science when like in 2022 that still seems like it's hard can you fucking yeah. imagine <laughs> yeah. um sadly she died very young at the age of 47 though but uh she discovered and described which is when you like i guess publish an animal um uh plesiosaurus ichthyosaurus and some other species of aquatic animals like she had a very good read on these things yeah, exactly. I like it, publishing an animal, like like a, a baby chick, just like 
in a book closed. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You peel it open, published. Yeah, mm. there we go. I would like to submit this skeleton I found in my backyard as an NFT. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she minted uh, yeah, on yeah. the block. She, she minted on the, on the blockchain. Died too young, you know. Minted plesiosaurus on the blockchain. The forty <laughs> the forty seven club, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sir Richard Owen, this is one of my favorite things that I came across. Sir Richard Owen was a critic of Charles Darwin. Okay. Okay. Not because he thought evolution didn't happen, but because he thought Charles Darwin made evolution sound too simple. Okay. Okay. He was like, uh, this, this old light bulb is very much like the, the hardcore nerd to like, Charles Darwin's casual nerd, basically. He's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I got an Xbox. I play Halo. And then you've got like the anime guy just like, bah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. like chirp, fucking chirping at him the whole there, time. Richard, Richard Owen is like really getting hung up on like how pterosaurs aren't dinosaurs, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, as, as someone who studied psychology and evolutionary, evolutionary psychology or whatever, is like, no matter what, you can always be right. Like, there's no way that evolutionary, like, because, well, we became this way because we evolved to be this way. Like, men yeah. tend to do this more, women tend to, because evolution. And you can never be wrong with, with, with like, Darwin's theory, right? Because yeah. it, it, oh, convenient. Had, yeah. So I can kind of see where it's saying, like, too simple. Like, it's an easy way out for a lot of explanations because yeah. in some ways it is, but also it probably described the way that we ended up today i like mean to argue yeah. that well well ain't no easy way out yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i um i don't know i don't know if it's like a product of like media that we see in this day and age but it feels so easy to think of like evolution as like a pokemon evolution where it's like really deliberate and like oh you know um it's because people like to think of it as like darwin's finches where you know some finches developed the ability to like poke their beaks between rocks and some develop the ability to like crack nuts or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to think of it as, as like, Oh, there was a finch who saw a nut and said like, I gotta, I gotta figure out a way to crack that. But it's <laughs> so it's not, fought Rashatas for, for 10 hours. Yeah, yeah, until yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's, it, it is funny. You, like, I, I, like yeah. I want you to finish this because this is like very, very relevant. I didn't even put it into this episode, but that was Owen's argument in the fact that Darwin's theory of evolution was very much thinking at like kind of the process of like animals that like had were developing solutions to problems opposed yeah. to yeah. something just un- untold billions that died because yeah. they couldn't crack rocks and then one evolved who could crack rocks and they did really well and they proliferated exactly. because yeah. they yeah. got to f- they got to fuck a lot because they live longer. That's, yeah. yeah. That's and then it gets even, in a nutshell. It gets so much messier than that too, because like some end up cracking rocks and then some are, are doing fine with the seeds that they had before, but yeah. then and then those mix together and it, it's such yeah. a it and then and then, you know, the soil stops supporting, you know, the seeds that they had before. So it's like yeah. not even like they evolved out, it's like the land stops supporting the ones that had evolved on, on a certain track and they yeah. go extinct yeah. and yeah, but well, then you've got like the Song Dynasty like fossilized bamboo problem, which is like the climate gradually changed. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's doers and donters, um, but <laughs> it, it 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 is funny. <laughs> it is funny that you bring that up because that is exactly what Richard Owen was saying. He was just okay. like, "No, I'm a light bulb man." Yeah, me, yeah, me, <laughs> me. With, with my me, my, my gigantic forehead and my tiny chin. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I think you are very wrong, Mister Darwin. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Richard Owen studied the fossil remains of various British dinosaurs, like the Megalosaurus and Iguanodon. Uh, Megalosaurus is very much like kind of an older T-Rex-style predatory animal, and then the Iguanodon is kind of like a reptilian buffalo, like a kind of like a herd, like a herd animal. Okay, yeah. Uh, Richard Owen, though, is super fucking important because he is the guy who coined the term dinosaur. Oh, yeah, good for him. Again, in, in about pterosaurs. It, sorry, wasn't fucking talking about pterosaurs. <laughs> Nobody's talking about goddamn pterosaurs. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Those are the bad guys in Beast Wars, right? It's all the pterosaurs or whatever. Yeah. No, pterosaur is one of the Predacons. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Galar. Uh, pterosaurs. Um, excuse me. Discovered in 1784 by Italian naturalist Cosimo Collini. FYI. Cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, we only had one in the past, and we, we talked about Aerodactyl already. So, sure. El- Italian naturalist doesn't get any fucking credit for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, in, in Pokemon, the Galar region, that is the setting for Sword and Shield, is based very much on England um, and the English countryside. They have like that, like, whatever that like megalith like carving in the side of the mountain thing that's that's there which you can see like the movie religulous or whatever with bill maher um so the kind of victorian era science very much inspired the the fossil pokemon of sword and shield but can i get some usa 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 in the chat usa i'm not in chat sorry (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, The fossil Pokemon in the Galar region were very much inspired by something called the American Bone Wars. Hell yeah, dude. I've heard about this somehow. I think I might have listened to a podcast about it. The American Bone Wars, like, honestly, I would love to do it just like a full fucking thing about at some point because it is hilarious it is very much like an action park sort of thing like it is just one guy who stole another guy's idea and took credit for this and like this guy's trying to dig up this before this guy can and it involves two men who i will get into right now uh the bone the bone wars is a name given between just just like the scientific rivalry between othniel charles marsh and edward drinker cope which are both excellent names cope you you the yeah. Drinker's yeah. Hope, dude. This is a, a Twitch meme. Yeah, yeah, dr- yeah. Drink, Drinker's Huff and Copium, dude. Yeah. I would have uh, thought that the guy with the name Othniel would be the dr- the drinker, right? Yeah. <laughs> name like that. Othniel Charles Marsh. Uh, yeah. These two men were hell-bent on finding and describing the most dinosaurs possible. They had the original Gotta Catch Em All energy. Like, they are pretty much the, the, the like, er Pokemon trainer. But if, if you kind of like look at this like as relevant to this whole thing, yeah. he turns uh, his hat backwards and then publishes a study that his partner wrote or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, he's like he's like in Montana, so he like flips a cowboy hat backwards, so it looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, these men used their vast fortunes to fund multiple expeditions around the United States, and in the end. Combined, discovered and described over 130 species of dinosaurs. Not even 150, dude. Lame. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and no, Sigamori did it better, they bitch. They didn't even finish the Pokedex. Come on. Yeah. What the fuck? They're Dinodex, excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like, Marsh had North Dakota version, and then, and then Cope had South Dakota version, and they hated each other, so they didn't trade. 
Oh, that's why oh, they God. only got to right. one third. With, yeah. with their 19th century steam link cable. Like, like yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> the crank on it. Yeah. Uh, so like politics, two rich guys bitching at each other got a lot of attention. However, unlike politics, these guys suffered grave consequences for their actions and actually left the world a better place than it was when they came into it. Nice. Um, interest in paleontology went up because these guys were well publicized. Um, and funding for scientific expeditions and like the understanding of natural history also went up because these two rich dudes were just like competing to find the most dinosaurs. Oh. Marsh uh, discovered and described animals like Triceratops, Stegosaurus, and Brontosaurus. So Damn. Marsh fucking OG. Those are some A tiers, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. My Triceratops in the S tier, honestly. Yeah. That's a front runner for me. Stegosaurus is also S. Like, if you, I don't know, if you took, like, somebody out of a coma, they would know what a Stegosaurus is. Yeah, especially if I mean, they've been in a coma for millions of years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, clo- we cloned this guy who's been in a coma for a million yeah. years and <laughs> asked him what a Stegosaurus was. <laughs> he said, Oog, which means yes. Yeah. Oog yeah. Uh, uh, once for yes, Oog twice for no. <laughs> yeah, you've got like the nurse like shampooing his is shampooing his hair. Like, yeah. He uggs once for yes and uggs twice for no. <laughs> yeah. Like into the little like the aluminum dish that they have in the hospital. Like the crescent, crescent shampoo his hair. She just has to squeeze out the the sponge like above his brow, and it's so sloped it just all yeah. goes back yeah. into his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's like a, it's like a roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so, well, like, like Marsh is definitely the OG dinosaur wise. Cope, on the other hand, uh, had discovered animals like Diplodocus, which is a popular enough long necked dinosaur, and Elasmosaurus, which is the basis for the Loch Ness monster. Cool. Um, as well as naming the entire clad of animals Archosaur. So the kind of like scientific term for crocodiles, birds, and dinosaurs uh, was c- coined by uh, Drinker Cope himself. Did we get to the dunk, uh, the, the the fish one yet? Oh yeah, baby, we got like we got a couple minutes to go. Okay, it's still coming. Oh hell yeah! Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, it's very relevant because uh, Sword and Shield and the kind of Victorian era like steampunk science and the Bone Wars are the reason. Like why the why the whole thing is included. Frankly, okay. Sword and Shield, like I said at the beginning, is the reason I wanted to do an episode about paleontology. And like the Dunkleosteus Pokemon is like it, 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 that that that's my S tier, like like weird ass old animal, basically. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, fame and sexy capitalism ensured that this would not be an entirely scientific war because both Cope and Marsh took fragments of like skeletons that they had but couldn't describe properly and just like fucking slammed them together. They were just, <laughs> <laughs> they, they literally made like griffins and shit like that. They were just like, yep, yeah, all right, uh, okay, chimera. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, they are they are called chimeric animals. Like these these things that they would they describe. found one uh, like way back when that looked like a swirly. And it looked like kind of like uh, like an ammonite or whatever, but they found out it was attached to a shark, and they couldn't figure out where it fit. Oh yeah, it's a saw blade fucking thing. Yeah, there's a a, a shark that its bottom jaw had a spinning saw blade of teeth 
that yeah. would just Damn. bring yeah they were like trying to put it on the dorsal fin on the forehead they couldn't figure out where the saw blade went but it was yeah. bottom jaw and it looks ridiculous but uh yeah. It's scary. <laughs> Again, another point on the board for Sir Richard Owen for saying that, like, Charles Darwin's theory of evolution was just like, well, yeah, there's nuts that needed cracking. It's just like, oh, no, there was, like, a bunch of experimental sharks. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> like, like there's still, a reason. We probably still don't know for sure, but they're pretty sure that the swirly thing was the bottom jaw of a shark. Yeah. 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 Especially because sharks, famously, still don't have bones and so don't fossilize well. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're made of cartilage. Mm-hmm. Which is the same problem we have for frogs and salamanders and, like, other amphibians, basically. Yeah, and amphibians are made of drywall. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I've got two behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Little plaster casts. Yep. Um, although, like, sometimes they kind of got, like, like Cope and Marsh didn't get super creative all the time making chimeric monsters. Cope, at one point, took the head off an elasmosaurus and just put it on the tail and claimed that an animal that had a short neck and a long tail was a different animal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you buy one Lego set, but you can make six different things, right? So yeah, yeah. correct. And look, this yeah. one has hands for ears. <laughs> Indeed, a marvelous new dinosaur. And ears I guess like it's like like Edward Drinker Cope like by association, I guess like invented Mr. Potato Head, like basically yeah. just like swapping <laughs> swapping the bits around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Bone Wars ruined both men's reputations and finances. Like they destroyed each other's lives competing to dig up dinosaur bones. Um, and, but Martian Cope's habit of turning dead animals into, like, OC do-not-steals was the direct inspiration for Kara Liss, who is the woman who will resurrect your fossil Pokemon in Sword and Shield, um, along with the, like... It, they were also, like, inspired by the um, misassembled dinosaur statues that are in Crystal Park in London. It because sounds like she play- doesn't do a very good job with that name, but... She is careless, yeah. yeah careless. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, unlike other games, you have to give careless two fossils instead of one uh, to get a Pokemon out of her. And she doesn't so much clone them as, like, kind of just laugh in the face of God. And <laughs> so there's, like, a chart, basically. So it, so you, you do have, like, the far left, far right, like, uh, whatever. Like, you do have, like, that kind of, like, chart, basically, the four quadrants on your Cartesian plane of fossil Pokemon. And they can be combined in different ways by this woman who does not know what animals are. <laughs> <laughs> All four potential Pokemon are barely cohesive animals begging for death, and none of them even have sexes, and they are some of the only Pokemon who are incapable of breeding. They also do not evolve. Nice. Good for them. She is just ejecting, like, well, here we go. Here's God's mistake. Enjoy. Get it to level 100, I guess, kid. Spin the wheel. Yeah, (laughs) basically. Uh It looks like he got hand ears again, my friend. Yeah. (laughs) It's like like Boggle with, like, Mr. Potato Head parts. (laughs) Hand ears? Is that the deer? So the antlers, they have jazz hands? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, the parts she worked with were the waist-up front half of some kind of raptor or bird coming from the bird fossil, the lower half of a stegosaurus-looking animal coming from the drake fossil, the head and fins of a Pokemon resembling Dunkleosteus, which is the 400-million-year-old armored fish with, like, a like shearing beak. Dunkleosteus is really cool because the only part of it that fossilizes is the front of its head, and it had armored eyeballs. 
as well. Hell yeah. And it's often found with half-digested other fish, too. It was known for being yeah. really greedy and often choking because it would eat so much. It would just, like, it, so aggressively eat everything. that If you find yeah. a dunk, you'll probably find another fish, like, yeah. half-eaten next to its head. Yeah. <laughs> dunk oh it. in donuts. Yeah. And it's, it was huge. It's a big motherfucker, too. It was, like, nine meters long. Like, what the fuck? I saw saw the fossil. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, like, a scary-looking fish. But when it's, like, its head is as tall as your torso, it's like, "Mm, well, that's much scarier now. And it would eat you and, like, enough people until it would literally choke. It it just wants to eat so bad. Yeah, Yeah, it's, like, like willing to rupture its own stomach, basically, to stay alive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, It's funny looking at this right now because I realize I got the Kurtzkasat calendar. Uh, and I, I'm realizing this is the, like, it's literally February is like the age of the fish because it talks about all the prehistoric periods. Nice. Yeah. And Dunkley Osteus is is on my calendar right now in my living room. Hell yeah. It is one, one of my, <laughs> even put it together. One of my favorite animals. Like, I have a character in the comic I'm writing that is also a Dunkley Osteus. Like, I love them. They're like so fucking neat. I was watching but, a Twitch stream and it just happened to be on today, guys. It, today's the dunk day. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it, dunk it's day. in the cultural zeitgeist for whatever reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a half billion year old fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of remarkable. It's like one of the first animals also with like a functioning jaw. Oh, cool. Right. Because there's like, a, I think like the first animal with a backbone, which like we all trace our ancestry back to is called like Pikaya or whatever. But it was like a filter feeding fish that just had like a rod inside of it that was made of calcified whatever material or something. But like Dunkley Osteus, like as you've seen, is a fucking nightmare monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's S tier uh, Pokemon. Uh, also, the Pokemon you can get out of it are also very good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they it had the shearing beak, and then they also had the uh after the Dunkleosteus head, they had the decapitated body, decapitated body of what looks like a Loch Ness monster, kind of like a plesiosaur, kind of going back to um Anning, basically like Mary Anning, yeah, and her discoveries in England as well. Um, all of their scientific like Pokedex entries read like excuses. So now you guys can start going through the spoiler tags and maybe quickly describe to me the animal that you see. I starting with the one right. starting with the one on top. It looks okay, like you know a Pokemon who's wearing it looks like a, a little tiny dragon that's wearing like a T Rex pants, basically. And it, it's got yeah. a full body T Rex as pants and then uh, Yeah, it's got that uh got just the bottom half of an hourglass figure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it comes like, comes to a pinhead kind like of. a child above the belt and then like dummy thick below Jamie's words that child is dummy thick uh, it's, <laughs> it's a child wearing the suit of a big big dummy thick yeah. so if anybody's, gonna, if anybody's gonna clip my climate denial uh, clip that yeah. one so that is Dracozolt. Uh, it has the front half of a bird poking out of the back half of what is probably like a stegosaurus or something. Uh, the animal's hips are easily three or four times wider than its entire waist, yeah. like the boys just said. And the Pokedex entry states that the animal was very powerful, but somehow starved itself to death by eating all of the plants. Oh, oh good for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then... <laughs> The next one, it's the same face, uh, same face and same head. Its lower half seems to be like a shark with feet uh, that turns into like a melting vanilla ice cream uh, 
it, it, like at the top of the torso and then just the neck and the, like the hands poking out of that. Yeah. It so, really looks uh, like one monster wearing two lower halves of dinosaurs. It doesn't look like yeah. it's one. Are we sure this like little yellow head is not just like the trickster Pokemon who just like keeps tricking the scientist Carolus into, yeah. or, or maybe she's the fraudster and she just has like this like pet snake or whatever that she keeps like dressing up in different outfits and giving to people. <laughs> convincing them I mean, she's created yeah. something new in the in the victorian era you could probably just like dress up your pets and like tell oxford university you had discovered a new animal frankly yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so that is arctovish uh or, or excuse me that's arctazolt and that does have the upper bird half and the kind of loch ness monster lower half except the fact that the upper half is visibly freezing to death at, the, at all yeah. times <laughs> Um, he, has a, he has a runny nose in the picture. He's clearly exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Pokedex states that this uh, animal generates electricity through its shivering, basically, oh. uh, and it died out because it was too slow. So again, it is very much a this woman create like cloned this Frankenstein's monster and was just like, oh yeah, like it's electric ice, so it's shivering and that must generate its electricity. Other than the fact, like to kind of betray the fact that she had corrupted two different animals, yeah. basically. Eventually, it walked out onto the ice and lit itself on fire. Yes. More get, just like the it's thing. Yeah. <laughs> Next. What do you see? Um, so it looks wow. like if you took like a T-Rex and you like chopped it off right in front of its front back two legs. And it's, it even looks like it's got like a, a, a straight chop. Like if you harvested a tail in Monster Hunter and brought it home, this is what it would look like. And then on the tip of the tail, there's a head. So yeah, it, it does look like a, a, Franz, a Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's clearly the Dunkleosteus head, this one. Yes, it is. Um, it is it is the the back half of the the first one we talked about the stegosaurus half but it is like peter said in the bone wars when that one uh proto paleontologist put a head on on something's tail and said it's a new dinosaur like they like carolus has clearly done that and just put the head at the end of the tail and said no no it's it's new now that wow. is Entirely correct. Uh, the Pokedex entry that I guess Carolus wrote after she had cloned this monster said Dracovish allegedly went extinct by overhunting its prey or possibly because it could run very fast but could not breathe on land. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's, it's running from pond to pond. That's why yeah. it evolved to run so fast. That's what I was going to say. Book it, just like booking it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like underwater. Like, <laughs> <laughs> takes off running <laughs> uh and you got one more uh to to close out the episode the most normal this, yeah this this guy looks uh he's got the shark body uh except the feet are fins now as they should be he's got the dunkley osteous head but the the mouth is actually like a hairline it looks like on the top of his head <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh. got kind of like a uh, I didn't kind of notice cut. that until you mentioned it. It's looking straight up like it's heads on backwards. You're right. Yeah, that's it. It's like the top of its head from the the last Pokemon is now the front of its face, essentially. And the front of its face from the last Pokemon is now the top of its head. Um, it's so it's kind of just rotated. It's got like two faces when you look at it that way. Wow. Yeah, and then it's got, it's got almost like a very whale-like um, whale face where it, it kind of doesn't have like a visible mouth and seems to be like a filter feeder, if anything. Yeah. 
Uh, so you guys are completely correct. Uh, the Pokedex states that Arctovish uh, was, again, an apex predator that could use the kind of Loch Ness body's ice powers to freeze its prey. However, it died due to the difficulty it had eating because its face is straight up upside down. Wow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have caught that until you mentioned it, Ethan. I thought that it just had a new face facing forward. But yeah, you're right. It, it is. No, that is it. It, it, it wow. is the Dunkleosteus head is just like slammed onto the front of a different body in the wrong direction. Um, it, there was it's also like, it's like she was screwing it on and then like like over screwed it, like screwed it too far and couldn't get it around for like another full turn and just said yeah, like ah oh, screw it, that's good enough. She stripped the she stripped the threads basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, that's the perfect on. time to say ah oh, screw it. By the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah th this one was also funny because it also there was a, a secondary Pokedex entry saying that like it drowned itself, which is kind of funny because I know that if you drag a shark backwards, you can drown it. No mm. way. Basically. So the fact that his head is in the wrong direction, she was like, well, yeah, they went extinct because they just couldn't breathe properly. <sighs> but um, yeah, that is paleontology, and that is the fossil Pokemon. I know it's a, a longer one, which sometimes people enjoy, and I'm sorry if it kind of exhausts you or whatever, but um, yeah, I've been your host, Peter O'Donoghue. Uh, you can find me at Loreboys Podcast on Instagram. Maybe we can shake hands in July 2022 at Montreal Comic Con if you want, because I'm going to be there and the lads, God willing, will be as well. Um, yeah, stay tuned. yeah, thank you. Thank you for everything. And uh, boys, what's up? Uh, if you guys like the show, uh, leave us a review or just tell your friends about it. Uh, we'd love to we'd love to get them on board the Lore Boys train as well. Uh, we do have an Instagram, which is Lord Boys Podcast uh, on Instagram, um, which you guys can check out to see Pete's doodles. Uh, Pete will will draw um, a Dunkley Osteus for you uh, if you ask real nice, and he's in the mood and he decides to do it. Basically, I already um, did actually. You can go back and find one. There you go. Go back and find Dunkley Osteus somewhere on our Instagram page. It's neat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jamie, is there anything you wanted to plug? Uh, if you're playing a Lost Ark, uh, get on NA Galator server and we'll play together. I'm already an endgame, yeah. uh, but I want you to play. And then when you quit, send me all the shit that you'll never use. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's starting to surf them early. Huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Got you. Uh, yeah, no, just get in the Discord. I chat with folks there like literally every day. Uh, we post memes. We hang out, post music, um, dog pics, cat pics. Come show off your dog. You know what? You got a cute dog, got a cute cat. I dare you to post it in our Discord. I fucking dare you, yeah, coward. Fuck you. I dare yeah. you. Yeah. Do it. I dare you to post a picture of your pet, Dunkley Osteos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if you guys want to support the show financially, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash theloreboys. Uh, links should also be in the description of the episode. Um, it means the world to us if, if you guys decide to uh, fund this mad science experiment that we call the Loreboys podcast. Uh, and of course, if you guys don't trust Patreon, we do have Loreboys Prime, where we are, of course, uh, running our, our usual genetic experiments this week. Um, we know nothing about it, but we are looking for fossils to mint to the blockchain. Um, we, know, <laughs> we know nothing about uh, computers. We know nothing about uh, GPUs. We know nothing about fossils. But we are asking that you send us all of the above, essentially. Send us computers. Send us, uh, send us fossils, and we're just gonna <laughs> mash them all together and see what comes out. Wait, basically. I want to buy the the pug uh, skeleton 
Because then everyone's <laughs> going to think like I'm that crazy scientist who put the fish's head on backwards, you know? Yeah, I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting a, uh, I'm putting a bored ape uh, on top of a uh, chihuahua's body, essentially. Bored ape head on a chihuahua's body. Very cool. And uh, yeah, it counts as a database entry or something. So what I'm basically saying is we're starting a pyramid scheme and you guys should get in at the ground level. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the funnest, the funnest level to start building a pyramid is at the ground level at the right? bottom so, <laughs> <laughs> i got what cost today lore boys lore boys, needed to restring my guitars in a long time probably because i'm not playing them as much as i used to but that's something i don't miss every once in a while in vc you'll be like whatever <laughs> singing pearl jam and scare away some new person oh yeah you got to that's, that's if you're not down with the jam then we can't hang man <laughs> you know, i think i say per- pearls before swine right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 